Welcome to the Color of Influence podcast, where you will hear stories from amazing people of color from around the world, from social media, and right here in our communities. Their stories will inspire you, encourage you, and motivate you. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. Welcome back to Black Business Month, where I am replaying all of my if episodes with Black business owners, and today's replay is with Deera Cox. She is a writer, she is a yoni steamer in the New Jersey area. Her book is amazing. I actually just gifted it to a friend of mine, so I need to get me another copy, but Dira and I talked for over an hour. It was just nothing but joy and information and knowledge, and I cannot wait for y'all to hear it. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Dira Cox. All right, everybody. So we are here with a very special guest today. Um, If you remember from the episode that I did with Tabitha about her son on the autism spectrum, she talked about a workbook that she had called All About the Re. And a few of you asked me about this book, um, and I sent you to the writer's Instagram page. Um, I linked the page also on her episode notes from Tabitha's episode. And right now... We have the author of the book, All About the Re, Deera Cox. I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we're going to get right into our discussion. Peace, everyone. My name is Deera. I am, um, as everyone knows, I'm an author, but I'm also a, not to list titles, because that really doesn't mean much in my world, right? So I'm a certified doula as well, also a certified healer, certified um, womb care practitioner. Everyone's like, what's what's a womb care practitioner? I'm certified to do yoni steaming. Everyone knows what yoni steaming is. Yeah. So I am a single mother of my only child. She'll be 20, born and raised in North New Jersey very proud and um yeah I guess I'll tell more of myself in the conversation but that's that's about as generic as I can get right now (laughs) okay so lots of different things that you have your hands in um I would like to touch upon some of those things so out of the things you listed what did you start doing first um, once I became certified as a doula, I'm sorry, pardon me. Once I became certified as a doula, I realized that I had been doing the doula work for for many years. Okay. Um, but once I went into what they considered the classroom setting and um, became certified, I realized that I was doing that the longest. Okay. Um, so being a doula, a birth worker, you can attach the word doula to many different things. Um, actually I have, uh, my book editor, her name is the spiritual doula. So doula just means assisting in the birth of, mm, Okay. you can assist in the birth of another human, an idea, uh, anything at that point. Right. So 
I'm just a full spectrum doula. I'm certified in prenatal, birthing, and postpartum. Okay. The only thing that I don't do is death. I don't do death doula. So when Got people it. terminate or miscarry, mm-hmm. they birth stillborn babies, I don't do that part. Um, so I've been doing doula work for a very, very, very long time. Um, speaking life. That's what I'll say about birth work. I've been speaking life to people for a very long time. So doula is probably the longest that I've been doing in my life. The shortest would be the author. No, because okay. I'm, I'm new in Yoni steaming. So that's the shortest. And then next would be the author. Cause I didn't even know that I was an author. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of being an author, how did the concept for all about the re come about? <sighs> Such an interesting story. So um, if you've ever purchased my book or read my book and you read the preface of the book, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll mention in there how it came about. And for all of those that didn't purchase the book, I'm going to just briefly tell you, I was in a marriage to my first husband, maybe seven years and things just became loveless and lifeless. Mm. And I was heavily in the church at the time. And I was complaining a lot about this marriage and this man and all the things that were not going right any further. Mm -hmm. And they just kept saying, you know, the typical Christian thing, pray on it, you know, I don't know, tithe on, I don't know. Fast and sacrifice and pray. And I kept saying, I have done everything that you told me to do. Mm -hmm. I have tithed, I have prayed I have sacrificed I've been obedient I fasted I'm celibate I'm not having sex with him or anybody like I've done everything and it's not working yeah and they were like well you have to figure it out because no one wants to do that again Mm. and I was like no no one wants to do what again they were like remarry no one wants to do that so you have to figure it out And because of that, I stayed for as long as I stayed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, years, years. So once I realized that I don't, this is just not for me, it's not going to work any longer. Mm -hmm. And I began to do the work on letting go and healing myself and doing all of those things. And I was like, sometimes you need the do over. Like I need to do it again. Yeah. Whatever the again is, whatever the do over is, whatever it is you feel like you need to do again, sometimes is needed. And in mine, the catalyst was to remarry. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where the it's all about the re the re is the do over. So you can attach re to any action word. Right. Remarry, refocus, reaffirm, rethink, rebuild, restore. Sometimes you need to do those things. And I'm saying sometimes very loosely because in a lot of my seminars where I speak to women or my mentees, it's, it's what's needed, not yeah. sometimes. 
all the time. Mm-hmm. I, we realize as women that we need to do it again, but we've been told that we shouldn't. Yeah. We've been told that we can't. Constantly. And I'm not, you know, up here promoting any form of women liberation, even though, you know, I believe in it. I'm just saying as women, especially as women of color, mm-hmm. we are told that you have to get it right the first time. Yeah. You have to, like, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. There, there is no do-overs for you because the world is unfair for black women. Yeah. And when I read that, um, in the preface of your book, it just rang true to my life as well. Um, you know, I got married and very quickly realized it was not <laughs> the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of was forced to make the decision to get divorced just because it was wearing on my own mental health. Um, and I was just like, yeah, that that is it. And you you stay because of other people, not even because of the person you're married to, but because of everybody else. Because the other person, well, in my case, had already checked out. Yeah, had already checked out mentally, physically, emotionally, everything had already checked out. And I'm sitting here praying and fasting like they told me I got to wait. They told me it's going to come back. They told me it's and I'm like, well, who who the hell is they? Because they they get to go home and lay with their husband and lay with they, you know, whatever, whether whether we know it's working for them or not. But outside looking in perception wise, you fine. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me to wait, yeah. wait for what? What I realized also is this is not practice. Yeah. This, this is the real thing. Yeah. What, so what am I waiting for? Exactly. And I'm, I'm and not- you know, it's sad because I had this conversation with a friend of mine, um, kind of similar to what you said, like, we weren't given that, um, you know, afforded that start over type of thing. Right. And divorce was for white people and, <laughs> you know, black people don't get divorced Mm-mm. and they just well, live in, yeah, you church, you, you pray. And if you got to sleep in two separate rooms, you sleep in two separate rooms, but you're not getting a divorce Mm-mm. and it's a shame that, you know, that's kind of how we all grew up. Like we know our aunt and uncle hate each other, (laughs) (laughs) but they're still together and they're not going to get a divorce. They're going to be together and just not like each other. And uncle girlfriend live down the street. (laughs) (laughs) When you see them at the mall, you don't even say anything. Don't even, don't say nothing. You just keep going. Yeah. Don't say a word. And it's sad. It's really sad that they felt they didn't have options. Now, the irony is my family dynamic is different, right? So my family dynamic is I come from very strong, independent women and Mm -hmm. they were like, we out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's my mom's side. They don't play. Everybody, we're not doing this. We out. <laughs> However, because I was in the church, right? The church was saying no. Yeah, because you're not supposed to. Meanwhile, my family was like, "What the hell is taking you so long?" Yeah. 
but I was like, no, because God said, and they was like, God didn't say be miserable. And it's right. like, not what he said. He did not yeah. say that. So exactly. who, who are you listening to? So I was, I, I stayed because I was very young when I got married, but I stayed because I wanted to prove to them you know, like I, I got it. It's I know yeah. y'all said I shouldn't have gotten should not have gotten married, but I'm I'm good. He he gonna come back and we're gonna be fine. I'm you know, and I was I was torturing myself. Yeah. He had already moved on, had a girlfriend, everything. Now I was waiting, literally, mentally and physically waiting. And I was like, I, I need to be able to do this again. But this time, um, I get to decide. That's the liberating part. Yeah. I get to decide who, what, when, where, why, and how. It's all on me. Yeah. I don't use anyone else's ideologies, theories, beliefs, nothing. I don't have relationship goals. You know how right. we look at it. I don't have any of that. Because yeah. what works for you is definitely not going to work for me. And what's working for me it's not going to work for you. I don't take relationship advice. You know, I don't do any of those things any longer because that's what held me captive for so yeah. long. And it's, you know, I haven't gone through the workbook. Um, I'm not ready because I read the first activity and I was like, okay, I just need to get my mind right. I need oh, some no. time, not in a bad way. I need like my time. Like I have a almost two year old who gives me no peace. Oh. So <laughs> that's your heart. Look. Yeah. So I have to like get in my own space and um then you know I can I can dive into it because okay. um I went through like some of the things and I'm like, this is good. Like oh you okay. did? Yeah. Good. I talk to my, you know, I I go to therapy. Excellent. I told my therapist about it. She's like, oh, you have to give me the name of it. I was like, yeah, I sure will. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So, um, yeah. I tell people all the time, I am the catalyst for therapy. This book yeah. is going to go because I don't go, I don't have you go deep because I'm not a therapist. Yeah. The questions that's the thought provoking questions that it's going to ask you is going to bring up some stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to definitely want to go deep and process that with a licensed therapist. Yeah. Cause I've read like some of the questions to her and she, the first thing she said is, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not ready to answer it, but this is good. Right. She's like, no, it's good. He's like, we can kind of go through it. Um, but yeah. Yes, oh. I have a couple social worker friends that were saying to me as well in their practice, like, dear, I'm going to use your book as some exercises for my clients because it's great. It's for all ages, mm -hmm. all, you know, I used to say it was for women and I had to, I was checked by a couple fellas and they was like, <laughs> I bought your book and it helped me. And I was like, oh, I, I'm so now I say it's universal. I don't just yeah. say it's for women. So it's helped some fellas that I know as well. Um, and I just think it's uh, it's what I needed mm -hmm. for myself. So I felt as if it was my gift to the world for them to actually 
because healing, I was just having a conversation with my daughter. Healing is heavy. Yeah. It's, it's heavy. And in actuality, most people don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't do it at all. Oh yeah. I know. (laughs) And you know, and I say that because, um, I mean, I'm sure people are tired of me telling them to go to therapy. Um, Cause I tell my coworkers, like my one coworker was talking to me about her husband. I was like, you need to go to therapy. Cause that's not normal. Like <laughs> you need to sit down and talk to somebody about why you accept that. Um, but I say it to everybody because I think that people, especially black people have this like negative connotation now, like therapy is the thing it's all you know mental health is like such a big thing for younger age groups right only right because I talk to people who are older than me and I'm like therapy does not mean there's something wrong with you right now yes it do but you don't want to go because you don't want to know what will happen to you back then and that's why you act the way you act right now right and I'm not gonna like my aunt yeah so no And they don't want to go. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I say it all the time. You need to go because there are things that you do right now that are the direct result of things that happened to you in your past. And it's just because you do them, it doesn't mean that it's okay. And grandma said that is, girl, don't listen to her. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. You are right. Don't listen to her. And I tell them, I'm like, look, in the age of COVID, you can uh, tell a doc or whatever you want to call your therapy. You don't even have to go in because I do mine on my lunch break in my car. I know that's right. I yeah. know that's right. But I, I'm, I'm appreciative for what COVID did in the sense of it forced people to sit and be with themselves. Yeah. They couldn't mm-hmm. run from them. They were stuck not only with them, their husband and their children, but themselves. Yeah. So every single night when the kids went to sleep and you was grabbing a glass of wine, you started to play some things in your mind and it forced it. Yeah. And I hope from that, there's a huge emergence of, you know, therapy sessions and um, private practices come into play because like you said just because you go to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong I know when I went to therapy it just made me realize and understand and accept yeah. why I did what I did or why mm-hmm. I do what I do yeah and then knowing myself I I can understand and process better when people say to me you know ask me a question or I now look through everything with a trauma lens yeah literally so I understand and I'm like that's just a trauma response like they don't really mean that they're just responding based off of their trauma Mm -hmm. sometimes it allows me to overstand a lot of people a lot of times may not deserve it but that's just what I am yeah now are you like a life coach or do you do any of that because I know you have like the why not um I don't, is it like a seminar? I'm sorry. I don't. That's <laughs> I, all right. I don't want to mi- misspeak um, <laughs> because I looked at a couple of different things that were 
on your page. So um, I don't want to say it wrong. I'm not, I can't even lie to you. It's a lot, right? <laughs> my my daughter, who I call my in-house PR, she goes, is your, is your Instagram a business page? Because it seems aesthetically that you're promoting everything. And I'll be like, child, for somebody that don't get paid, she got a lot of advice, right? <laughs> So I'm like, well, right now I am not a social media person, right? Yeah. I just put there what I'm promoting and I, you know, letting the people know that's what I do. Yeah. So as I, as my business grows, then we'll be aesthetically pleasing to the eye. But right now I just need to promote <laughs> what I'm doing. So yeah. Why not events is the name of my business. Okay. Got it. A lot of different things under why not. Got right? it. Okay. <laughs> I, I know it's a lot. So why not events? And the reason why people are like, so what do you do? Are you a party planner? Like what, what's the events part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, why not events initially started out? I was an event planner. I was. Oh, okay. I did, I did everything you could name. I did mm -hmm. um, birthday parties, weddings, book releases, casting. I did everything. I planned it all. If you wanted it done, I, I could do it. I'm just I'm really good at detail and time management and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I started out as an event planner. Okay. However, what I learned from planning the events was in conversation with speaking with a lot of women that a lot of us were broken and we didn't realize just how broken we were. Yeah. So that's where the women empowerment part came from. Why not? Okay. So it just works because I can plan my own women empowerment events. Yeah. Because I'm an event planner. So that's where uh, the women empowerment piece and the seminars and the Reclaim You and mm -hmm. all of that stuff came from. So Reclaim You is the actual overall umbrella of the women empowerment because okay. I believe it's you have to reclaim and you as an acronym for your own universe. Got it. So that's where everything else comes from. Then you have now the book under Why Not Events. And that's where you get the re lady and it's all about the re and mm -hmm. all of those things. So it's like, why not events? And then there's two things under why not events. Got it. Okay. It's so like, I'm your events um, were exactly like, do you contact? Do you do? Oh, I'm like fumbling my words. Do you, are you contacted by conferences, women's groups? Do you reach out to people? How exactly do your events work? So I do my own events right okay. now. I plan, and they were in person until mm -hmm. COVID. Now they're right. virtual. Um, planning to go back in person because I'm very much a private in-person person. Yeah, right? I love to get with my with my women at my events and we can get on the floor and we can cry and we can take our shoot. Like that's me. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I do my own events. Like I built my own audience literally from one following at a time, because okay. like I said, I started out from doing events and then the people that I did the events for, they just followed over into the women empowerment part. Okay. And once that took off, then it was word of mouth. Got it. Okay. But I am open for seminars, conferences, anything that you need me to come speak at. I do speaking engagements, panel discussions. I've done it all, but I've done a lot locally here in my own city. Okay. And but it. I'm looking to travel 
and get my name out there. A lot of people say in my events that I'm more of a motivational speaker. Yeah. So I can do a motivational speak if you need me to. Um, (laughs) But I don't consider myself a motivational speaker um, because I'm a very definition literal type person. When I speak, I'm very conscious of the words, right? Mm -hmm. So motivation is very, it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It takes a lot to motivate someone. But you don't think it's the same for empowering though? So I like to say I am an empowerment coach. Got it. When you think of coach, coach does what? Coach gives you the instructions mm-hmm. and the information and the direction, and it is now up to you to take that information and do with it as you may. You're either going to fumble with the ball or you're going to make a touchdown. There but I promote self-accountability. So it's going to, I'm going to always bring it back to you. So I say coach. I don't say leader. I don't say any of those other words. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a coach. Which makes sense. Definitely so I'm a woman does. empowerment coach. I make my own child. I don't know if that's out there, but I made it. <laughs> Sound good? They like a woman empowerment coach. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense though, because when you hear the word coach, that coach. that is what you feel like you're being guided and right. You know, like a yes. life coach, just they're not telling you what to do. They're just guiding you along your journey. So that's it. It makes sense. I'm going to hold your hand and we're going to walk together, but I'm not going to go in front of you and I'm not going to run a play for you. I'm going to give you the tools that you need for your toolbox. I'm going to give you resources and I'm going to give you all the support, whatever that support looks like. I'm going to give it to you. I like to say also that I do transformative thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to switch the perspective of the person. So I do a lot of self-focus. So you come in and, you know, you're in a session with me and we're having a conversation and you're telling me what's wrong. And I go, okay, so tell me about your part. And no one wants to talk about them. Yeah. No one wants to talk about what they did wrong or what they feel as though they did wrong or in your speak or your your, um, conversation with me, whatever word you use, I get you to change your words. If you notice, I also say healing through words, words have power. Mm-hmm. So I get you to switch your words around a lot. I don't do a lot of negative talk. So I, I listen to what people say, yeah. all the time, whatever words that they choose, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. And I'm like, mm. so yeah. I do, I do, I'm multifaceted in this thing. I do basically what, whatever it is you need me to do in the moment. That's what yeah. I'm going to do. So when you have... When you have your events, um, how does that work? Because you are like a very personal person. So if you have a group of women mm-hmm. who are there, like how how does the your events work? So I'll speak um, the my previous event that I just did. I got hired my first corporate speaking. Right, they hired okay. me for LabCorp. I was very excited. Congratulations! Thank you so much. So I went to speak um, at LabCorp. And the regional manager hired me to speak to all the managers she had under her. Mm-hmm. So it was about 15 women. Okay. And um, I, I, so when I do small and intimate like that, I'm very focused on a specific topic. 
Okay. If you were to hire me and speak for a panel discussion, I can be very general. Right. And I can speak to the masses of 150 people. Got it. Okay. So it all depends on what you're hiring me to do. She was very um, specific. Like, I only want you to speak to my managers. I don't want you to speak to all the employees that's under me because she believed that they needed some motivating Mm -hmm. and they needed to learn real work-life balance. She didn't want them to. So I came in and I spoke to them about what that looked like. And I said, you know, work is great. But if you bring it home into work, then there's no balance. Now, how did she hear about you? Was it she have your book? Did she kind of just Instagram. find Really? See? I know, right? Instagram. Instagram is the way to go these days. It and really is. Yeah. It's what they say, what they say, free marketing or something like that. It is. Instagram. And I don't do like um, what do they call it? Paid paid promoting or yeah paid promo um I'm a very 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 patient person Mm -hmm. and I just believe in everything in divine timing yes so my time is going to come like you know all it takes is one person and I'll I'll do it but I'm I am exactly where I'm supposed to be at this time absolutely yeah and um Talk to me a little bit about the promotion that you have right now with the, um, cause I did get my screensaver. Did you? You I sure did. did. I emailed it. <laughs> yes. You did the wallpaper. Did you put mm-hmm. it on your phone? Yes, I do have it. Actually, I have it on my laptop. Um, really? Mm-hmm. But I can't show you cause I'm on my laptop. So. <laughs> But um, talk to me a little bit about that and then about the contest that you have going on. Okay. So quickly though, do you love it? That was the one you- I do. I do. You really do? Yes, I do. That's good to hear. That's, it's so surreal for women to actually, for them to show me and send me proof that they have it on their phones. Yeah. I love it. I'm sorry. I was No, it's okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So for the month of March, I am doing a Women's History Month contest. Okay. And that contest, I am looking for the re-woman. Okay. And the re-woman, I had a definition. I'm sorry, I didn't have it written down. Okay. Um, I can find it to tell you what the re-woman encompasses. They can and go to your Instagram page or your I'm website and find out. Absolutely, they can. (laughs) (laughs) They can go to my website, uh, not my website, my Instagram, and look for the original post and read what the re-woman is, and they can nominate themselves or their sister. And their sister can be their biological sister or sister friend or co-worker. And that uh, contest is open for men. If you want to nominate your wife, you know, why not? Yeah. Attend it. (laughs) Um, and so I, I typically do something every March. Okay. Um, so I wanted to do something a little bit differently. This one, this was my first contest Mm -hmm. ever. I was very excited about it. Um, just to, to have women, because we 
women get very uncomfortable when it comes to self, Mm -hmm. right? Because we put everything and everybody else first. Right. So I wanted them, that's why I said you can self-nominate and that's not a bad thing. You can nominate yourself. That's not a selfish thing. Like I also teach self-care doing my nine to five, pardon me. I'm um, also a certified doula case manager, but I deal with parenting and pregnant women who are in recovery from opioids. Mm, and that's a okay. totally different thing where they don't even know what self-identification is. Yeah. So when you have that, just being a woman in general, we have so many other titles that we always come last. And yeah. if you put yourself first, you carry a lot of guilt. Yes. Why, Why are we guilty when it comes to ourselves? Who told us? Who taught us that? <laughs> Who told you? that you have to be last who said that and the most vivid example i can tell women is when you are on an airplane and they're given instructions on what to do when the plane goes down Mm -hmm. the oxygen mask drops from the airplane what do they tell you to do put yours on first yep Put yours on first. Yep. Because if you don't put any oxygen on yourself, you are going to pass out. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you can't help nobody else. No one. Not at all. And you know, my my therapist says that that is perpetuated by the strong Black woman narrative. And so we feel like we're not supposed to ask for help. We're not supposed to do anything for ourselves because we are strong and we don't need all the extras. Miss Aisha. Miss Aisha. <laughs> I took down my strong black women flag years ago. I hear that. It was killing. It gave me back problems. I believe it. Gave it gave me back problems. I said, I was just talking. I forget who it was, whether it was my daughter or someone else. And I said, when you hear strong, Mm -hmm. what do you think of? They was like, you know, strong, like they can do it all and they don't need help. Yep. I said, that ain't, that ain't, that is not me. I need all the help. (laughs) I need all the help I can get. Yeah. So like I said, I come from a family of very, very strong, independent women, Mm -hmm. very strong, independent women, right? There are literally no men in my family. Mm. My grandmother had three daughters. They all had one daughter. Wow. And then I had a daughter. One daughter, yeah. (laughs) There's no men. So we really, I really grew up doing it for myself Mm -hmm. because I had to. Yeah. But when we get around, we have, I have a very big family. My grandmother has 13 brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. So there's men, but in my immediate family, there isn't. But so when we get to a family reunion or something like that, you should see the women walking around doing the, (laughs) (laughs) and the men, because they're so spoiled. Yes. They standing around doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Talking. Here come, here come the generational breaker. I'll be like this. Hey, come here for a minute. Get this table. Dear what? 
You you just want to stand there and wait for him to pick the table up? Yep. Well, we could have did it by now. That's the problem. You keep doing it by now, and they're right. not doing anything. I said I, I'm I'm getting older in age. I don't want any more children. But damn, I don't want my uterus to fall down either. <laughs> right. What are they doing? I'm yeah. not doing it. No, why can't they do it? Mm-hmm. That's the you you are. We are so accustomed. We do it without thinking. Yeah. Not me. I, when I tell you, I snatched that flag down. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me. I got a trunk full of water in my car right now. Every time my man come, I'll be like, could you get some water out the car? <laughs> I will be thirsty. I'm not bringing it now. <laughs> we have a law trying to pass in the state of New Jersey. They want us to pump our own gas. Where yeah. do I sign? I don't want that. Where's the petition for that not to happen? <laughs> yeah, I'm in Texas and we do it. I have to do it when I go to Maryland, mm-hmm. but that's on visitation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no. That's not a daily occurrence. No, ma'am. There's just some things I don't want. If I don't have to do it, I need help. Yeah. I need, and help looks different for each and every woman, mm-hmm. right? Some women don't mind. They go get that case of water. And when I was single, guess what? I had to bring the case of water up, right? Yeah. And now that I got a man, I ain't touching it yeah <laughs> i'm not doing yeah. so help looks you know it looks different mm-hmm. for everyone and you have to define what help is so that strong black woman narrative is it's literally killing us yep so it's true us. we have or we can over independent ourselves to being angry yeah because now we're trying to figure out why the hell they won't help. Well, you didn't allow them to. Yeah. And don't ask. And do not ask. So I say all that to say self is not toxic. Yeah. Self is not toxic. You can nominate yourself for this contest or your sister, right? Mm-hmm. And how you nominate is you go to the post. You tag yourself and you get people to come and like your tag. Okay. Whoever has the most tags at the end of the month is the winner. Got it. And if you win, you win. And you're here in central northern New Jersey. Mm -hmm. You get to win a manicure from my manicurist. Okay. I always partner with another um, female Black-owned entrepreneur for the month. Okay. However, if you are the winner and you're not here, I will simply mail you a gift card and you can go get your nails done from your manicurist. Not a problem. Okay. But you will also win a 20 minute free consultation with me and we can discuss um, how the re can benefit you in that consultation. So that's uh, the contest. And I'm also hosting a virtual event on the 28th, which I do every March. Mm -hmm. It's a virtual event, um, guidance through the RE. Uh, You will learn tools on how to maintain your peace while going through the RE. So it'll be a Zoom. It's you will register on my website. The cost is $10. And uh, two days before the event happens, I will send you out your Zoom information. And I will see you on Sunday, the 28th of the month at 2 o'clock. Okay. 
So you yeah. just said that you would win a consultation in the contest. Yeah. Do you yeah. do that normally? Like, is that offered that someone can do a consultation? Yes, ma'am. It is. So I do offer one-on-one sessions. Okay. Um, I do offer, pardon me, my, my uh, battery going data. I had it plugged in. This is my, what my daughter mean. Aesthetically, it's not pleasing. I should, <laughs> I should not be plugging in my laptop on a live interview. It's okay. Um, yes. So I do offer one-to-one coaching sessions. You can email me and send okay. me your contact information. And then I'll have a conversation and you'll let me know, you know, what it is that you're looking for, how you believe I can benefit you. And then we'll go from there. Right now I have about four young ladies that I work with on a weekly basis Okay. and determining um, what you want or what you feel as though you need from me will determine. It's like an a la carte type price list. Now, I always have to say, I am not a therapist. Okay. You're not going to come to me and we are not going to, and I'm not going to say, well, how does that make you feel? Yeah. I'm just going to get you to think about some things differently. Yeah. Give you some tools on, you know, how to, to focus, focus on strategies of life. I also do vision boards. I actually have my annual vision board meeting this Sunday coming up. That's a very private event though. So yeah, I do a lot. Sounds like a lot. (laughs) Yes, you do. That's okay. I didn't realize how much I do. (laughs) Yeah. Now, when you're doing the consultation, do you focus on the book or is it more of a personal type so it's a personal initially it's a it's a personal just a simple conversation and in that conversation it will let me know what you need Got some it, people okay. don't want to let's just say purchase the book mm-hmm. but I always find a way to throw my book in there anyway right. and in our session I can ask you a question from the book and you don't even know that it's from the book because you never yeah. <laughs> right Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a simple conversation initially, and I can determine from that conversation what it is that you, or what it is that I feel as though I can offer you. And it can be, you know, I've had some people six months. Mm-hmm. I've had some people a couple years. Okay. Um, and they leave and they come back and they're like, you know what, Miss Dira, I had no idea what you were saying to me when we first started but now I get it yeah and I'm really good. yeah hey, take some time I'm a seed planner I may yes. not see the flower blossom but exactly definitely want to plant the seed now do you have plans to write another book it'll be out in June well I know that but <laughs> oh I was on your live like a couple weeks ago and you were talking about it where are you? Yeah. Sometimes I can't see who's up there and who's not. I don't. <laughs> I like popped in oh. and you were talking about it briefly, but you didn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes. So I do have a second book coming out. The second book should be out. I like to say late spring, early summer. So I'm okay. saying June-ish. Um, I am honestly more excited about the second book than I am the first book. 
Okay. The first book was very therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. I wrote it and I, I basically wrote down what I did and the questions yeah. that I used. Um, the second book is actually a book of activities. Okay. Things, they're not just questions. They're things you have to do. Got it. Okay. Um, so it's a continuum. So I'm hoping and praying that the people that get the second book don't just jump to the second book and then do the first book. Yeah. I know that's going to be the case in some instances. I just don't want it to be all the cases. Now, my in-house PR, (laughs) she goes, oh, so I didn't do the first book, mommy, but I had her run through the second book instead, but I'm going to do the the second book. (laughs) The first book is very mental, meaning like you really have to sit and and be with yourself. With yourself. You definitely yeah. have to be with yourself. It's, yeah. Can I be honest? Oh, yeah. I haven't had a conversation with someone about the book yet because everyone says, well, I can't get past the first question. Mm. So I haven't done it. And I'm like, I'm looking for honest feedback here, people. <laughs> Like y'all just got me out here waiting for reviews of the book. The book has been out a year. Yeah. We're like, oh, I skipped first. I I didn't open it. Once I read the first question, I didn't do it. I was like, Mm. I said, well, how about you skip the first question and go to the third question? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I can do that. (laughs) Not in sequential order. It's just questions in the book that you should answer. So it's like for yourself, if you want to go to the back of the book and work your way forward, you can do that. Yeah. There's no expiration date on the book. It's just how you choose. Some people can answer question 15 and from question 15, they can go back and answer question one. Yeah. Question one is very hard. It is hard. (laughs) That's why I said I put it down and was like, I'm going to come back to this. I need this when I'm like fully focused and yeah. But just it's it's not an answer that's gonna come right away. That's I'm gonna be honest. It's not an answer. So if you keep saying I'll come back, I'll come back, I'll come back, it's gonna be five years. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, oh, I think I should pull that book out now. (laughs) No, I really am going to do it. Um when I initially like went to go through it. Um, I had just put my daughter down and I was like doing some other things and I looked at it. So I was like, oh, this is one of those books. Like (laughs) I got to like burn some sage and like burn a candle and then get into the book. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You you have to or get you some Palo Santo or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And get your mind right. Yes. But you know, most people find that question so I used to do seminars and that was my very first question in the seminar and we couldn't go go to any other parts of the seminar because that question can jump to so many other things yeah you'd be amazed well probably not you probably know how many people cannot answer that question oh I believe it I wanted to do an episode about something similar and um everybody that I asked was like nah I'm not talking about that and I was like, why? Like, what is the big deal? Eh, I'm not talking about that. I well, said, bring me back and let's talk about it. I said, that's interesting because I want to do the episode because people don't talk about it. Like, that's the whole point. 
I want to know why people are so afraid to talk about it. Because they don't know. Yeah. They can't answer the question. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that episode did not happen. (laughs) Because it would have just been me. (laughs) Well, now you have another participant. Okay. (laughs) I am volunteering to come back for that episode. That sounds good to me because, um, yeah. And maybe we can, you know, go live on Instagram and kind of talk about it too. Um, I would love to do that, but yeah. yeah. Because I definitely think that um, if I was not in therapy, it would deter me from continuing with the book. Really? I think it would because like I said, you have to get into you. Yes, ma'am. And not everybody is ready for that. Yes, ma'am. So I think that that is why, like, if you're not ready to really be with yourself and your thoughts, you're not going to do it. Like I'm going to do it. Yes. But I think that when people are not ready to really dive into their own lives and their thoughts and their emotions and their feelings and what they think, they're not going to do it. You're right. You're absolutely right. And a lot of people, it's, you know, fear is... God. Yeah, Fear that's what it is. is. It's like a chokehold. Mm-hmm. It's like a oh my god. Fear is is the stagnated bl- house arrest anklet. Like you, you only go but so far. Yeah, and then you come back. And I tell my daughter, who also is currently trying to run away from some things, mm-hmm. and I said, I just. For me, I don't understand why people run from the journey. Yeah. Because it is the journey that makes you. Mm-hmm. It is not the beginning or the end. Nope. It is the journey. I was always a person that would go through it, right? Like they people would ask me, with everything that your ex-husband put you through, would you? I said, I would love again. Yeah. All of it, everything, all the heartache, the crying, all the happy, the sad, all of it, everything. I enjoy all emotions. I am literally an emotional ball of everything. I I said, I, because we shy away from all emotions, Mm -hmm. thinking that there's bad emotions and they're not. Emotions are good. You need emotions to keep you. Anger is good. Resentment is good. Frustration is good. Disappointment is good. Because what did you learn from that emotion? Right. When is to not get stuck in the emotion, yes. but you want to learn a lesson from every single emotion. Mm-hmm. So I don't and shy I away from When people do shy away from feeling, that's when trauma starts too. Right. Because right. you're not dealing with it. So it's just sitting in the back of your mind, causing all this anguish because you're not letting it out. And yes, ma'am. And heart palpitations and high blood mm-hmm. pressure and and all type of dis-ease in the body. And yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely the another part of my many, many, many things that I do, right? So now that I am a certified wound care practitioner, a part of my steaming sessions are going to go with healing because we, as women, we carry, we carry our trauma and our wounds. Yeah. 
I heard that. We don't carry it anywhere else. Yeah. We believe we carry it in our mind and our heart and mm-hmm. that we carry it in our wombs. That's a lot of unresolved negative energy just sitting in your womb. Yeah. So I, as a womb care practitioner, am going to balance your pH and help you release all that trauma on that pot. So I don't do healing parties. Like, don't come with your girlfriend because she ain't <laughs> you cry. Yeah, this is private. This is a very private, intimate yeah. session that we as women have to let go. All of the sexual partners that you have, we, we have to realize and understand that we are the receivers, mm-hmm. we are the carriers. So you're carrying every partner that you've ever let into your body you're carrying a piece of him. Yeah. Or her. One of my friends told me the exact same thing. And um, she said that uh, the same thing happens when you have a baby by someone. Yeah. That their DNA lives in your body because you created this kid. And so you have their DNA in your body. And, and you know, I mean, obviously, I don't think that anybody sees it that way, but I'm like, oh my God, yes. Like, they don't. So, unless you detoxify your womb, yeah, and let that thing go. Mm-hmm. So, just imagine all your sexual partners or sexual trauma, yeah. all the, you know, molestation and ra- all of that that you're carrying in your womb. And it literally can cause a imbalance in your womb, which then leads to um, vaginosis, Mm -hmm. uh, vaginal odor, vagicitis, uh, endometriosis, fiber. All of those things are literally connected because they're hormonal. Right. Yeah. They're all connected. And we don't see that as women. We don't, we, you know, we live in, you, nobody can tell me what to do with my body. I, yeah. I, you know, sexual freedom and liberations and, and all of that is great. And that's, yeah. you know, empowering. And I understand, but you have to understand also what you're doing. As you let someone enter you, you are yeah. accepting whatever state that that person is in, mm-hmm. that it's energy. Right. So if you have an angry sex and he's angry or he really don't want to do it or, you know, whatever, you're mad and frustrated. All of that is centered in your womb. And as women, that is the center of our creative space. Yeah. And it's blocked now. Because you have not detoxified and got rid of all of that energy. So, yeah. Would you. So. Because I know women who do the yoni stems, steams, mm-hmm. um, yoni steams, mm-hmm. and just various other things where they may go to like a spa that's usually Asian women that offer those types of services. I know in Texas, that's big um, at the Asian spas. Do you recommend that you just go anywhere to do it or it should really be a purposeful thing because is it even going to work if you're just sitting there without the real intent of it because I've never done it before okay so I'm not I'm I'm not gonna ever knock another woman's hustle that's number one 
I'm not gonna that's not that's not gonna be me yeah there's enough enough in the world for us to get what whatever it is we need to get so you have to understand what your purpose is behind it and once you understand your purpose behind it then you'll seek out that type of practitioner right okay so let's be honest if you're sitting on um steaming herbs mm-hmm. and you're open right yeah and you're drinking alcohol mm. okay. that's counterproductive yes that I'm, I'm and listen even though that's not what I do if that's what that sister chooses to do that's on that sister right that, you know but then you have to understand that's why I say you got to think. Um, I do transitional thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Transformative thinking. Change your perspective. How is that productive if you're drinking a glass of champagne and you're supposed to be healing your vagina? Right. Yeah. How does that work? It doesn't work. It, right. it does, it's counterproductive, right? Mm-hmm. So as a practitioner who is also associated with healing, I'm not going, you're not going to come to me and be like, I just want my vagina to taste like pineapples. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not. (laughs) It's not going to taste like pineapples. Let me tell you, it's not going to taste like pineapples. Because when you get off my pot and you go eat McDonald's and you drink Mm -hmm. a fifth of Hennessy and smoke hookah. Hey, you know, that is the truth right there. So what is it going to taste like? Because you didn't kill them. It's not going to taste like pineapples. No. You just drink a fifth of Hennessy. Yeah. And, and you ate McDonald's. Right. You, you don't drink any water. Mm. You drink no water. Yeah. You eat no vegetables. Everything is fried. But you want your vagina to taste like fruit. <laughs> you don't even eat fruit. Yeah. And pineapple Ciroc does not count. Because <laughs> it ain't even real pineapples that they eat. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like I said, I'm not going to knock another sister tussle. Because that's the fad. And I get it. Yep. You understand? People yeah. are making a lot of money off of that fad. Uh-huh. Hey, go ahead and make your money, sis. Do your thing. But when you come to me, yeah, hear what I tell you. You are about to tap into some unresolved energy that you didn't think you were going to tap into. Yeah. Now, when you get off my pot, can we talk about the infertility? Can we talk about balancing your hormones? Can we talk about menopause and perimenopausal things and alleviating your cramps? Absolutely. Yeah. All of that is going to help you. All of it. But don't come to me like I want to take. mm -mm. Yeah. I'm not that practitioner. Yeah. Now, is it a one-time thing or should this be something that you do like on a schedule? So it all depends on if you just want to come because I've never experienced it before. You can get yeah. a one-time steam, sure. 
Some, I have to be honest with you, some women don't like it. I don't see the point of it. No problem. You're not my client. You yeah. tried it out and you didn't like it. You don't see the benefits. No problem. But if you want to come after your first time and you see a significant difference, so we would have to take a full intake, right? You have to tell me about your lifestyle. Like in a day, Miss Aisha, what do you do? And you will begin to tell me your day. And mm -hmm. in that day, what do you eat? You tell me mm -hmm. what you eat. Okay. So why do you want to steam? And then you will say, well, I heard. And then that's where it would go from gotcha. there. Okay. And I say, you know, there, it has been proven. Remember, it's not recognized by like the state boards right. or anything like that, but it has been proven that a continuous regimen in steaming alleviates and helps with menstrual cramps. It can regulate your period. Yeah. Something simple. It can minimize the symptoms that you have from menopause. It can bring back the vaginal, it can reverse the vaginal dryness. Mm. But there are so many other things you have to do. It's not just steaming. Got it. Okay. You got to drink water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm not vegan. I do a lot of vegan options, right? I'm pescatarian. I don't eat meat. But I still eat seafood because I just yeah. I grew up on crabs and I don't want to let it go. Girl, right. I, I know that it's hard. Right? You talk about a chokehold. Crabs got me. <laughs> I love crabs. But so I will offer an alternative. Like I tell people, I pride myself on meeting you where you are. Yeah. Right. I don't drink soda. I don't drink juice. I know some people that say, well, I ain't giving up my soda. Okay. Then don't drink Pepsi drink ginger ale. Mm. So that's where I, I offer an alternative and just, you'll be amazed at the, just the slight change in things. Yeah. From can that. dramatically change your pH balance, you know, your sweats, your moisture. It also brings a sense of confidence and lightness. It can help with depression it, it has so many benefits, but you have to do it in, a, in, in accordance with everything else. Right. right? I know you're not going to give up fried chicken. It took me years to give up fried chicken. <laughs> but how about you don't have fried chicken and fried fish in the same day? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, don't get the platter. You know what I'm saying? Don't get fish and shrimp and fries. Yeah. Get a salad. So that's where I come from. So you can begin to see the difference. And after yeah. maybe your third time, you like, yo, Miss Dara. And I'll be like, told you. Yeah. And then you'll want to come more often and take a package or something like that and be like, I'm going to see you twice a month. Okay. Now, okay. do you recommend um, getting the steams done by someone who's certified? Because honestly, I don't know that some of these people are certified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I'll, I'll be very honest, right? So anybody, I don't want to say anybody like that, but anybody can be a doula. Okay. The certification came once the insurances were saying we might want to pay. Got it. You understand? So you can steam yonis, mm -hmm. vaginas. Certification came now because do you feel more comfortable when I say I'm certified? Certified, yeah. That just means that in all in actuality, I set my behind down under 
the instruction of somebody else. And I learned about the woman reproductive system. I learned about the herbs that I use. I learned about what herbs to mix, what you should use on a client and you shouldn't use on a client. You understand? But if you go to somebody, you can go to your girlfriend and she say, yeah, girl, I got this off Amazon and we're (laughs) going to put some herbs in here and you're going to sit on it and we're going to (laughs) steam. Right? Yeah. That don't, she, she didn't really put in, in the hours that I put in, but right. anybody can see, she may not know what specific herb to use for what specific thing you're presenting, mm-hmm. but anybody can see. Got it. That's all. Okay. I'll be looking. I'm not going to the agency to see, no. Uh, no, <laughs> no. No, not at all. And I'll be looking for a certification because uh, <laughs> you're not about to have me sitting on oregano oh! and rosemary or something random. <laughs> when you should have been sitting on like black coerce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now, ro- uh, lavender and rosemary are all beneficial herbs, but you got to mix it with something else. Like you're not just going to sit down on some rosemary. But you know, most of them just get some herbs from somewhere. It's already and mix them together, yeah. And you just put it in a pot and you sit on it, yeah. And we just, you know, that's fine. But you have to look at what the herbs is in the package and what are they doing? Is it benefiting what you might think you want? want it, yeah. They're saying, I mean, anybody can steam. You, they sell herbs and steams all over Instagram. I know, I've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> I That's have seen them. Mine is just in conjunction with. I just go a little deeper. That's yeah. all. Make your money. Which I think that um, you know, to make things purposeful, right? You have to know why you're doing it. You know, you right. just do it because you saw somebody do it on a show or whatever. Um, well, that's the generation in which we are in. I know, but I got questions. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some details about this first. So my clientele will be women such as yourself. Okay. Right. You you understand? Yeah. Like my energy is going to attract the woman that's looking for that. It's not going to attract the 22 year old woman that say my man on his way over, I need to get my stuff. Yeah. Got I'm it. not going to attract her. She's not even going to want to come to me because she's not going to be ready to sit on my pot. Yeah. Which makes so sense. She- so she's going to go to the lady that's going to tell her her stuff going to taste like pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. People are so interesting. <laughs> Everything is intent and purpose. Her purpose was not my purpose. We didn't meet. Right. So I just so. have a final question for you before we wrap up. Um, yes, is your book self-published or do you go through a publisher? Self-published. Okay. So how does that work? Um, when you self-publish, like, are you, do you pay to like have it sent somewhere? Um, is that what self-published mean? Cause I hear people say that, but I never know what that meant. All right. So I'm going to say in all transparency, I'm self-published, but I'm not self-published. Let me explain. Okay. Like I said, it took me some time to say I was an author, mm-hmm. right? I was like, I don't, I'm not an author because I, I associated author with writing like books like Zane, 
or mm. sister soldier. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. telling a story. I'm not an author. Like, what do you mean? And I was like, besides, this is just a journal. Like, I don't understand. This is not like a read, right? Yeah. So what happened was God knew, right? Most high, he he knows me. Like when they say he know, he know you. Yeah. And he know I don't, I don't like to do a lot of things. I love to do this, right? Yeah. Like I can meet and talk to you and we can talk for hours or I can get with a woman and we can talk or I can get in front of a group of women and I can speak and I can, I want to do that. Yeah. So yeah. I used to say and manifest, God, send me somebody that's because I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. do it. <laughs> I, I, I want to get before the people and speak mm-hmm. and sign my check. That's all I want to do. I want to do anything else. Yeah. I went to college with a girl who self-published a college textbook. Okay. So when it was time for me to publish and edit my book, I said, hey, how you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah. Would you mind looking this over for me? And she said, because I asked the divine, she said, absolutely. Yeah. So all I did was email it to her. When I tell you she took care of me and did everything else. Wow. Everything else. She said, send me your bank where you want your money to go. Really? Send me your um, social security number and your EIN number for your business. Mm. And before I knew it, I was getting royalty checks. Look at that. I didn't align it. I She did everything yeah so when I say self-published yeah self-published because I'm not under a publishing company Company, yeah okay but I didn't self-publish it my editor published it for me so I I don't know that's horrible to say no that hey that's transparent people be like yeah when you self-published well tell me how do I be like you that's when you give them her number and email and say you can contact her like girl I don't know I have no clue. Cause see, I, now think- I know someone who did, um, two of my friends, three of my friends wrote books and they did it through Amazon. Yes. She did it through Amazon. I'm on Amazon. Okay. Amazon publishing or whatever. Right. Called, and you mm-hmm. just, um, you know, when somebody orders a book, Amazon publishes it and then sends it. They print it and send it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause, um, But But there's a process where your friends, they have to upload the pages and align them and they got to decide how they want it to look. And I didn't do any of that. Oh, see, yeah. Right. See, mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole nother thing that you just like, the tedious part that who wants to do that? And I knew I didn't, I don't want to do it. Not your thing. Yeah. Mm -mm. I allow, she loves it. So I allow people to live in their creativity. Yeah. Because that would be me. I'll be sitting there like, I don't know. Is it straight? Moving the thing. Then I'll be like, I'll finish this later. Right. And then I wouldn't do it. Never would. God knew. So. (laughs) And have people asking, I thought you said you finished that book. I'll be like, I did. I did. I finished writing it. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to go on my Amazon account, you can fix the rest for me. So yeah, I'm a yeah. self-publisher, but I don't know the self-publishing process. 
And I'm going to continue to speak that, continue to send me someone <laughs> to do it for me because I don't even want to learn it. I, yeah. I want to be in control of my money. Yeah. That's why I wear green. All right I want to now. Be in control of my money. I hear that. All that other stuff. Mm-mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so your next book is going to be out in June. Yes, ma'am. I'm pushing for June as long as, because she has it, as long as I don't have to do too many edits and, and things of that nature. So it should be out um, maybe middle June. And I'm, I'm really, really speaking into existence that I do a book tour. Okay. I want to do a book tour this year. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's on the table as well. I'm willing to come just about anywhere. Well, listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I don't remember whose show it was, but this woman did a book tour at all black owned bookstores. Me too. Yep. I have a list from New York to Virginia. Yeah, she went, she went all South, North to Connecticut and South. Well, I don't even know if she went as far as Connecticut. I know New York. Okay. And then down Florida and then uh, Houston in our Houston area, Dallas area. Really? Yeah. See, that but is confirmation know, for me. COVID, that is confirmation for me. COVID is a mug because it kind of halted her progress of her book. Mm-hmm. But the bookstore here, the Black bookstore here is called Kindred something. They do virtual book signings, like book tours. Yeah, I'm going to have to send you the name of, I think it's Kindred Stories. Um, But she has like speaker talk, I mean, um, writer talks and um, just different things that they have virtually. They have stuff that is, you know, face to face. They just did a book bingo night, like in the back of the bookstore, because it's in like a black neighborhood. Um, but I, it's actually called Kindred Story. So if you look online, I believe you could find it. Um, okay. And in their Instagram, I think it's Kindred Stories. But she uh, interviewed, the. she had like a book discussion mm-hmm. with, um, what's the lady's name that wrote? The critical race theory book. Oh, um, uh, I forgot her name, but we know who we're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're referring to. But that was paid. So you paid $20. Really? Yeah. I think it was 20. It was her and like another person. Um, and it was virtual. It was a virtual book discussion. Oh, I'm going to reach out to them. Yeah. So, um, and they're really big on just getting people involved in their store. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kindred, Kindred Store Read or Store Reads? I think it's Store Reads. Reads. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look on. And they're on Instagram too? They are on Instagram. Um, let me go to it so I can give you the right name. I'm actually just going to send it to you. Okay, perfect.
Okay, I just sent it to you. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can look through their Instagram posts and you'll mm-hmm. see like all the virtual events that they've done. Nice. With different authors. Yes, this is just confirmation for me that I'm supposed to do this book tour. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. I'm very excited. You're welcome. I would really love to do it in person, but I'll start out virtual. Yeah. And um, so I'm also going to give your information. Um, I'm in this podcast group. Um, so there are about 75 of us in this messenger. Um, and we often share like guests. So, Hey, if you guys are interested as someone who, you know, is a nurse talking about fitness or whatever, they'll be like contact. So-and-so I did, she was a guest of mine. She was great. Um, so I'm going to give them your information for them to reach out to you, um, to have you on their podcast too. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, I think that it would be, you know, good for everybody. Um, it will. It will. Yeah, I, I specifically have somebody in mind. Um, I did like a podcast with his him. His name is Ernest James. But um, just based off of like your story with the book and everything, mm-hmm. um, I think it would be a good fit with him. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to put your information in there and let everybody know um, that they can reach out. You have a book coming out in June. So, and now that you know a little bit more about the book, you can let them know this is what it is. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Oh, you're welcome. You are very welcome. And next time I'm in Jersey. Call me. I am. I'm actually going to message you and be like, do you have any openings for this? Yes. When are you coming so to Jersey? Like, <laughs> I'm going to try to come um, maybe June, okay. July. I don't know yet. Um, have to see how some things play out, but I usually okay. come in the summertime. You um, have family here? All of my family lives there. Oh. I grew up Jersey. like near Tabitha oh you're yeah. south jersey right south jersey so i oh. grew up we went to high school together really um, mm-hmm. i think that i think she did tell me that yeah so her sister okay. and my sister were best friends yep oh they were in the goodness. same grade and everything so um wow all, all close it wasn't that many black people in our school so <laughs> I remember when I met Tabitha in college and she used to tell me about her town. I'd be like, Yeah. So we are all like, we're all very close still. So why are you in Texas? You had to get away. Um, I actually came out here for college and ran track at U of H. Um went back home, got my masters, and then came back. Yes, masters. Yeah. So you must like Texas. I do by yourself. Yeah, I do like it. And the weather was good. Ah, now it's kind of like, it's cold yeah. more than it's not. So I don't understand. So Sometimes I just, y'all like, getting snow. Yeah. It's changing. It is. So I'm like, I can't stay for the weather anymore. Cause who knows, <laughs> who knows what's about to happen. But yeah, I definitely like it down here though. Okay. Okay. Well, when you come home, 
Well, you know, I am an hour and some change away. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. My sister used to work in Newark. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, and train on up. She Here's lived the- off of one and nine, I think. Yeah. Somewhere up there. She used to live there. Um, because yeah. she worked at Newark Airport. So mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Well, you you know, you know how to get yeah, here. I'm familiar with all of Jersey. I have I know people all up and down. So perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So come on. I'll put you on my pot. Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds good to me. I'll put you on my pot. Don't worry about it. Just let me know when you're coming. I'll make it work. I'll make it happen for you. Okay, that sounds good. It will be my pleasure. Sounds good to me. Yes, ma'am. So, (laughs) Well, this was such a great conversation. Um, I'm glad that we touched on all the different facets of you because there's a lot that is so interesting. Um, but it's very informative. So I feel like even though you have so many different things that you're doing, they all tie into each other, um, which, which really works. So I'm excited to dive into this book. I am going to do it. Start in the back, start in the back. Well, I've been thinking about that first question though. So I have to I feel like that's the hump, like you're going up. Okay. So I feel like looking at the rest of them, that was the one that was going to take me the longest. So right. I'm going to start with that one um, and then, you know, talk about it with my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell your therapist to call me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, once we, um, you know, once I answer it, I'll talk to her about my answer. But no, I, I really, when Tabitha was talking to me about it, um, when we did the interview, I just had so much going on. I, I don't know. I I had my hands in too many pots. It is so and cool. I had to like let some stuff go. So when I sat down and slowed down, I'm like, let me get this book. And then I reached out to you to be on the podcast. Um, Which I loved. Thank you again. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Such an honor. Thank you um, so much. So, yeah, I'm excited to get into this. And then hopefully, I would not hopefully, I'll be done by June. Yes. So then I can get into part two. Part two. Have you back on the podcast to talk about the second book. and hopefully talk about your book tour talk about my book tour yes yes so reach out definitely uh, i am here if you need me if you need some assistance with the i tell people all the time reach out to me if you like dear i don't really understand this question i need some help can you walk me through reach out to me i am here email me we can Instagram, video chat, whatever it is you need. I am here for all your re-needs. That okay. sounds good to me. Okay. Sounds Just good. That out there. You are not alone while you're doing your re. I am here. That works. Okay. And if you guys have not already, go get the book. It's all about the re. You can get it on Dira's website or Amazon. I will link to her Instagram and her website. Um, and all the different ways that you can get in contact with her. And Dira, thank you so much for taking the time tonight to have this discussion. 
I cannot wait um, just to see where your journey is going to go from here. I appreciate you so, so very much. It was a complete honor to be here. I always don't take it lightly when anyone asks me because time is precious. So thank you for spending the, the whole hour. Oh my God. And some change with me. I didn't mean yeah. to go over. <laughs> and see, that's why I don't do the questions because we touched on everything that you're doing without purposely doing it. You're right. You're and I have very I little editing to do. I hope not. Cause I felt yeah. like I was rambling at some point. No, I mean, it was, it was perfect. That's the, that's why I like to do it this way because mm -hmm. we get to things without purposely getting to them. Like I like the natural flow of it better. Well, that's also with the great instruction of you. So everybody doesn't Thank know you. how to be an interviewer. Thank you. Let's just be honest, right? That I look true. at some people's podcasts and I'll be like, why did you ask that question? <laughs> Where did that question come from? I don't that. Like, no, 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 go back or they cut the question. So because you're so organic in it, it just flowed. And Thank it you. works. It works. So don't change your system. Don't be pre-questions yeah so keep it the way you are because your energy allows for the person to be free thank so you thank so, you so much. much thank you i appreciate it you're very welcome thank you for having me once again we'll say thank you all night if you let i us know go. so just so you know uh the episode will post on thursday okay so starting tomorrow um i'll kind of do like a little blurb about you on instagram okay social in twitter and wherever um it'll probably like kind of focus on the book mm -hmm. and then thursday i'll probably post a little clip and friday and saturday i'll post some more just promoting the podcast so whatever you want to repost feel free to repost um wherever you like i'm posting i'm reposting it all okay it <laughs> sounds good <laughs> everything so thank All you again. Right. oh i just want to say really quickly truly 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 is an honor because you had my girl up here who i follow shopping target while black oh yes marissa yes so i was like oh my god i get to be on the same podcast with her <laughs> so thank you so much for that because i love her me too i know she's amazing and yes. i can't wait to see where her journey takes her either because she's got some big things coming up Really? I can't yeah. wait to see. I love, sometimes I can't. If she posts something, I, I got to I was in Target today looking for some stuff that she done posted. I got to post that, y'all. I can't. Because if she posted, I'm going to get it. I My know. Like, but just because it's Black owned don't mean you got to buy it. I'd be like. I say, yes, I do. Who said that? Yes, yes I, do. I do. Exactly. Yes, I do. So sometimes I can't follow. I got to scroll past her really quick. <laughs> I'm going to go buy. I went looking for the ice cream. I know, and mine doesn't it's have good. it. I don't even eat ice cream. Me either. I was just hey, gonna I'm buy it. For, I was gonna buy it. My mom and them were coming, so I was gonna buy it for them. I went looking for it, and mine doesn't have it yet. Mine doesn't have it either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's bad for me. She's I bad. So I yeah. felt very honored to be on the same podcast as her <laughs> right after. Thank you very much yes. for that. Well, thank you again for sitting with me tonight. Yes, ma'am. Thank right. you. Have a good night. You too.
And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on all social media platforms from YouTube to Facebook at The Color of Influence and on Instagram, the underscore color underscore of underscore influence. You can check out all of our episodes and additional content on our website, thecolorofinfluence.com. And that's an in only for influence. And don't forget to share the podcast with someone you know and have them share the podcast with someone they know. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace out.